Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast that is finally about Big Brother. Yeah, BB23. If you unsubscribed, resubscribed, though I don't know how you're listening to this right now. We're not talking about Loki today. We're not talking about Guy Pierce. We're not talking about patches on his elbows. <laughs> We're not talking about the jinx, even though I did watch it this oh, week. Oh, the jinx. Oh, <laughs> fill us in on the biggest shocking surprise of 2014. I love watching these like massive, massive hit things like Lost and the Jinx a good decade later. Um, it's great. If you haven't seen the Jinx, highly recommend checking it out. You know what? Check it. Check it. Uh, so we're podding today. We got some news up top. Romantic news. And we promised this a long time ago. And we kind of ignored it because we were like, well, let's talk about WandaVision instead. <laughs> uh, we're going to make a number of recommendations. On the eve of Big B23, we're expecting a cast announcement of some sort next week. And then the week after, we have the first episode. Oh, my God, it's here. We're going to make some just fun recommendations that will certainly not be uh, taken and uh, put into effect <laughs> by the Big Brother producers. So we're going to do some like dream what are we, what would we do to change big brother here um we promised this a long time ago uh but here we are we're doing it danielle yeah um and to kick off let's talk about the news in big brother world so do you hear we- that danielle <laughs> do you hear it it's bells but i can two, hear the bells two different kinds of bells <laughs> It's Christmas bells and it's wedding bells. Yeah. Who knew that our favorite felon, Christmas Abbott, would find true love with none other you than know. our favorite restaurateur who gives the market what they want and they wanted a catered wedding. <laughs> they're, they're engaged. Memphis and Christmas are engaged. Found love in a hopeless place. They sure he did. was he was uh, turning off the lights in an HOH room and like pulling her onto a love seat with him. And she was mm-hmm. like, I like this sort of uh, aggression in a man. This sort yeah. of, you know, can only meet my aggression of like dr- driving a car into like a pharmacy or whatever. The hell she did. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we all saw the signs. We saw the writing on the wall during the season and then postseason they got together, made an official like Instagram announcement or something. Yeah. And now they have the requisite Instagram proposal pick. We don't know. We don't have a wedding date yet, I don't think. But I'm sure, I'm sure they'll coincide. I said to Brett, like, wow, this is perfect timing because the season's about to premiere. So they're going to get that BB23 Instagram boost, which just means, you know, more freebies when they do plan the wedding. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, yeah. And I was, and I told you, too. I'm like, oh, I wonder, I wonder who's going to be hosting, like, the, oh, we got engaged veto ceremony, yeah. which we always get. Um, two pretty unlikable characters. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's not Nicole. I'm, it's not Nicole and Victor. <laughs> no, it's not like two lovable nerds. It's like two. You know, and you know how we feel about these, but like two like alpha types, yeah, um, who have found each other, and you know, I don't know, they're both gonna, uh, I don't know, uh, they're, they're perfect for each other. That's the thing. Actually, they are perfect for each other. And every couple, almost every couple who meets on Big Brother actually stays together, right? Like, or no, I shouldn't say that. But like, I know nothing. There yeah, is a strong success rate of people who've met on Big Brother and are now married. More than The Bachelor, probably, right? Yeah, totally. Because when you think about it, I mean, if this past year has taught us anything, it's that, yeah, spending a ton of time with one person, if that's what you were doing, whether it was your roommate or a significant other or anyone else, you learn a lot and you get real close because you're with them 100% of the time. I mean, The Bachelor, just as a a point of comparison, because it's ostensibly a show where people get engaged in the last episode that doesn't that take place over the course of six weeks and on top of that it's there's short. sort of the expectation that somebody is sleeping with five other people at the same time yeah it is i don't remember like what the actual timing timeline is but it is short and they go on all these trips so you know that eats up a lot of the time yeah <laughs> exactly it's during like, a normal oh, season they do we're 
going on a, a helicopter thing in Alaska and you're also sleeping with a different person while we're there. Yeah. It's like that's very much not as a point of contention, point of comparison. Big brother, you're sitting somewhere for 90 days, 100 days doing nothing. <laughs> that yeah. is uh, more uh, that resembles real life a lot more. And like, you know, we all start dating and we all eventually just get into the PJs and Netflix yeah. phase. And Big Brother is like is one television away from that. One one television away. Um, I mean, I guess just like good for them. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, I'm yeah. just I'm bracing myself for yeah, like you said, like another BB couple who are going to be forced to see them host a comp and show up every season from now on. I mean, but that was my when I said like not really the most likable couple, like. You know, are they really going to bring, is Grodner really going to bring them back? Or is it just like, cool, you guys are almost 40. You both have <laughs> kids from separate relationships. Like, what, what, no. Are they what the market we know you're demands? Hot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is the market demanding <laughs> fish? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. See what Nicole know. Anthony's up to, single ready to mingle in New York City. Good for her. Strong you know, that's, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was on last season of Big Brother. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. It's crazy that last season was so, was Big Brother All-Stars, the season that had been so anticipated, so hyped up. So they got actual All-Stars like Janelle and Kesar, and it was the worst season ever. <laughs> oh, God. I don't remember it. And I don't want to It feels remember. like it was so long ago, too, even though it was like later in the year, right? It didn't start till Started like August. In- yeah, it started in August because I remember I had time off for my birthday and I was like, all right, feed time. It didn't start. Didn't it start on our birthdays? Yeah, maybe. Anyways, I don't know. It's goodbye, a long forgotten whatever. memory. Listen, don't let it harsh our vibe because we are in the best. Well, no, actually, after the first two episodes, I think is the best time of the VV season. We're so excited. We're so optimistic. We're so happy. I know. So next week, so rumor has it that on uh, the Wednesday, the 30th next week, we'll be getting some sort of cast announcement. OMG, yeah. Danielle, I'm going on vacation next week. Do I need to literally bring my computer and a microphone? Because I really don't want to. So I am also going away for Canada Day. Um, which is July 1st. <laughs> in case oh, you that's the day I get. Oh, yeah. Oh, when are you, when are you get, getting back? I'm just gone for a night. So I'll be back oh, okay. um, Thursday Eve. Um, y- no, Friday Eve. Um, okay. And I'll definitely be there. You know, Wednesday, you know, I'm tweeting through it if we're getting a cast reveal. All right. Well, you'll run the Twitter account, yeah. then maybe on Saturday. So normally, we, you and I would rush to get a podcast out, but it seems oh, yeah. like we're going to be traveling, you know, let us have this it's been a a tough year it is tough we need our trips we're not locked in a house anymore danny's double vaxxed brett's double vaxxed we're ready to party um so it's tough that yeah the date that they're premiering and revealing is a little tricky but we're gonna be there with a reaction episode very soon after the fact eventually Maybe yeah. we'll, if I on it, maybe we'll do like a Twitter space or a Spotify green room. Oh, an audio room. Early, our early thoughts. <laughs> yeah, that would be so fun. Um, and then we can get people, we can get all you psychopaths who listen to actually come on and ask us questions. Oh my gosh, have a real chat. Yeah, that would be so fun. Um, we're also, I hope this isn't like me spilling any beans, but considering doing live streaming again for certain episodes perhaps danielle i sent you an email that said should we start live streaming these on video and you just (laughs) never responded (laughs) i thought i'm I'm sorry but i probably thought i did i'm sorry i here's the problem okay now you're gonna learn a little bit about danny's life I, in my job, I don't respond. I don't have, I don't get any emails. You know how people are always like, oh, I have a thousand emails in my inbox. I get zero. Everything I have to deal with, I deal with over message. So I'm not used to getting emails. I'm going to be honest Interesting. with you. I'm sorry. Interesting. Email. I mean, it's just an email. is like, answer it whenever you want. Like, I don't, if I'm, but that's you know. the problem. Then I forget that I get, I know I read it. I read every email, but I'm, you're right. You know what? You're right. We should have a, a hit, like, look back segment at every time Brett has called me out on this podcast. 
Are you upset? No, there have been some really good ones. I don't remember any of them. And I'm like, like, now this aggressor. There's like, well, one, like when you got me a cameo and I didn't get you one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good, yeah. <laughs> Even though we like planned to get each other one. Yeah, that was good. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, I do think, I do think it's a good idea. I think it's just like finding the time and day. Um, I think it'd be great. So let's get into BB23, our hopes, our dreams, what we think should happen as people who have watched this show since we were wee bebes. And Danielle. Yes. Do you mind if I just call you out again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes ago? We've been planning this for a while. We've been planning this for a while. Like 15 minutes ago, I'm like, Danielle, I have like bullet points. I have like seven things. I have like a bunch of things I've written down. I separated them into different categories. What did you come up with? And Danielle's like, I didn't do any of that. I mean, I've made a lot of recommendations over my time hosting this pod. So I'm just going to try and remember any of those <laughs> and recycle them. That's not what I'm going to do. I actually have, you know Recycled what? Recycled content from Danielle. <laughs> Real OG shit for me. You know what, actually? I, while you were talking earlier during this episode, I jotted down a couple ideas. Oh, well, you were just, yeah, I was just fucking vamping and you're like, oh God, here he goes again. So don't even, um, we're both going to have ideas. You just are going to have, your ideas are going to be more thought out and, um, I can't even. than mine. So I've separated mine into two categories, presentational oh changes yeah, and okay. strategic changes. Mm. How do we change the presentation of the show? How do we change the actual sh- strategic gameplay of the show? Okay, I like that. So I, I'm going to roll through my presentational ones first. Great. Unless you do you do you want to start, or would you would you like me to go? Well, I'm going to let you start because I'm going to take your lead in how I categorize mine. So the first one that I have a lot of suggestions here. We got to check. We got to get rid of Julie Chen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like we've never said that before. Okay, yeah. No, okay, Julie's so out. I, so Julie's out. Yeah, maybe Who's someone. And I've suggested this on a previous episode. But if we were to go in a previous in a a, a a former house guest um route, yeah, I think there's some there's something could be magical. One of the true good fit parts of BB twenty two was the Davon and Danny Donato relationship. I thought mm-hmm. they would be a great co-host if yes. not if and if I, both of them couldn't do it, either of them would be great hosts. Right. They understand the gameplay, they are really personable. I think they could carry more of that energy that Arissa brought brings to oh, yes. Canada in a way where it's like they're they know how the game works and they know how to talk to people and be personable and be charming a charming television personality. So I okay. suggested them before, but I have a few other ones as well. Okay. Well, let's hear the few other ones because this makes me think of one of my strategic changes I would make. All right. This person has a ton of experience being in a cutthroat political environment where everyone's locked in together and people would literally kill to get more power. Her name is Meghan Markle. Oh, wow. Now that's a get. That is reaching for the moon. Yeah. That is really good. She would need more than $10,000 worth of Weber grills. Tell you. Here's, tell you the, here's the problem, though, with Meghan, is that she would be possibly even more robotic than Julie Chen. Because <laughs> she's just so, <laughs> she's so self-possessed. And I respect it. But I, I don't know if she would actually be a good host, but I just think the vibe of like coming from a cutthroat. Oh, yeah. A cutthroat oh, yeah. house. Hell yeah. Tell you one house. Buckingham P. <laughs> yeah. She has <laughs> That's seen a big some brother shit. House. <laughs> yeah. Um, she evicted herself from that house and she's better for it now. Oh, yeah. My 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 other one. It's a man. We know he's interested in hosting a television game show. We know he gets along well with celebs. He gets along well with the working man. He's 
very smart, very uh, personable. Also, kind of, there's a bit of drama that follows him wherever he goes. It's Green Bay quarter, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Shailene Woodley's new man. <laughs> yeah, Shailene Woodley's husband. Yeah, for all you non-sports wow. fans. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I know that he's gone to Disney with Shailene Woodley. Oh, he was in Hawaii with um with Miles Teller and his wife, and oh. they were all you know just swinging through Hob-nobbing. the ropes and diving into waterfalls and stuff. And did he date Olivia Munn, star he of Newsroom? Dated- Oh, yes. Previously? We got him. I want to be the first to tell you, <laughs> we killed Bin Laden. <laughs> uh, he did. He also dated um, Formula One and not Formula One, uh, IndyCar and I guess NASCAR uh, racer uh, Danica Patrick. Sure. And I'm just, I'm just going to say for you non-sports fans, Aaron Rodgers is, for lack of a better term, a backstabbing little bitch. Ooh. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's one of the best quarterbacks ever. He is a drama queen. And he's currently in the middle of this giant feud with the Green Bay Packers because he doesn't want to play there anymore, either because something happened or because he doesn't want to live in fucking rural Wisconsin anymore. Who can yeah. blame him? Yeah. He is a drama queen. He knows how to, like, drop all these little... Hints. He knows how to be on the on the press and on this and that. Mm, he's like the Taylor he's a manipulator. Swift of He's like he's like a cross between Dr. Will and Taylor Swift. Wow, I didn't realize that that happened in the football. And he also host, he also hosted Jeopardy for like a week and he's like I'm just ready to I'm just ready to like retire and like host a game show. It so, was he a I mean, good host? A you watched, I'm sure. Oh, I did. Not really. But oh. uh he's he's willing and able. He's willing and able and I think he has a vibe that matches the the cutthroatiness. Backstabbing um, little bitch, love that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, these are great suggestions. Do you? Is that it, or you have more? That's it. That's the end of my list. Okay. Well, I love it. Okay. So here's my strategic take on that suggestion. Julie's out, but you know where she's going into the Big Brother house as a contestant, and they're telling all the contestants. Don't worry, Les Moonves no longer runs this network. You can treat her like any other house guest. That is the ultimate Big Brother twist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is the Throw ultimate. Throw her in Big there. Twist. Throw her to the wolves. I it is so fucking bonkers and like galaxy brand that <laughs> actually makes the most sense of probably any suggestion we'll make on this episode. And you know, maybe she lasts one week. They're all like, let's get her out of it. That would be a hilarious no. week. Paul, Paul BB 19. Is what you think would happen. Yeah, she'd he, have minions. He, yeah, she would be, she, yeah, she'd have, she'd get very, very far. But they'd have to, the I mean, quality. they'd have to remind them, her husband does not own this network anymore. You do not have to kowtow to this woman. Or does she get the weird, like, Jocasta sort of thing where she gets, like, halfway through the game and people, and then she's just, like, telling people that, like, well, Jesus won't like you if you don't <laughs> vote for me in the whatever oh, yeah. competition. She's definitely, and, and everyone's just like, uh, okay. She's taking the Christ route, for sure. Yeah, or it's like, and, and this sort of, like, super religious person kind of makes it a little bit because they're personable, but then they, then people are just like, it's very awkward. We're playing a game here and you're just like doing your own. Yeah. You're proselytizing here and no one cares. Totally. Um, so I think it would be fab to see, you know, put her to the test. Because you're suggesting putting the contestants as hosts with Danny and and Day. Let's put the host as a contestant. See what happens. That's a that's a fucking fantastic idea, Danny. Thank you. That's you great, see, you know, I, I got it. called out and that I do my best work after getting called out. All right, do you want, I'll do the next one. I'll start the next one. Yeah. All right, so this is a strategic suggestion again for me. I think we should implement a twist called the chaotic celebrity intruder. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where a celebrity- The Bobby Moynihan Memorial (laughs) (laughs) Gets to come in. And actually, co- stay the night, like it's 24 hours, 
And they, it's not promotional for whatever they're working on. It's them being like, so you really think you trust Jason? <laughs> like oh. someone who's actually watched, who knows who all the alliance alliances are, who knows who's who's stabbed who, and they cause chaos. I'm I'm in support of it. Thank you. I'm in support of it. So, like, what's the like? Is is it would is it just like a completely unfair wrinkle where they just yes. come in and they're just like? Yes. It's totally unfair. It's chaos. Or did they get to like get one-on-one time with everybody in the house and they're like, I get to give you one nugget as someone who watches the show. And I'm going to be like cryptic about it. And I'm going to, it's going to be like a, it's going to be a chaotic evil nugget. Like, yes. Yes. Chaotic evil. And it, so it could be like, it could be like him telling someone who's in a showmance, like he's just using you to get ahead. What about just like a chaos bot where it's like the same thing as Zing bot yes. where it's like everyone gets a Zing, but this is chaos bot and everyone gets a chaos, no, chaos bomb. Ooh, or it could be, here's, here's what's really fun. It's the bot, but instead of it actually being directed at a specific person, the chaos bot says facts of secrets in the house, just yeah. doesn't attribute it to who. So it's like someone in this house is pretending that they are not an undercover cop by trade. Someone in this house is in seven alliances. Yeah. Someone are, in the, you know? Yeah, someone someone in the major alliance has three final twos. Yes, yeah. And just spills all these secrets. And then it's up to the house guests to be like, who's, who's, who? This is, this is a great idea. I mean, I Thank think, as yeah, so we get into my strategic um, changes here, like, I think, what where I kind of came from with thinking of them was like, what's not working? Like, what is always mm. our complaint a month into the goddamn show? Yeah, <sighs> it's that there's not enough chaos and not enough fun, interesting things happening. Vetoes exactly. being used, backstabs. Like, there's just not enough of that. And every year, there's always a majority alliance that kind of breezes their way through the show. I mean, they'll they'll take hits here or there. There'll be the occasional week where they lose one or two people off it. For, but for the most part, we're at 15 people left in the house and there's a group of eight and six of them make it to the final seven. Yeah. You know, like it's just not fun. And no. usually they're, they're hot athletic people, which we don't want to see either. So, um, I we like some hotties. A couple hotties. Just like a couple. Just we do a couple like hotties. Let's be real. We do like a couple hotties. It's hey, summer. and on, again, on, on the best <laughs> season ever of Big Brother, BBOTT, we loved the hot people. Oh, we loved them. Yeah. They were the hottest. They are the best. Um, So I have a bunch of strategic changes that sort of, <coughs> you know, I'm not fucking Vanessa here with the, with the red M&Ms and the green M&Ms. I haven't like fully thought out what the full implications of them would be. I haven't gamed them out. I haven't, um, you know, I'm sure they could be hacked by an alliance of 12, you know, somehow. Right. But yeah. these are things that I think would promote more balanced gameplay in that one group of nine people couldn't just run through. Like it would, it would force them into doing stuff. Um, so I have a few. Okay. One, I don't know if they've done this before. We are BB casuals, if you don't remember. Right. One, when they reveal, when Julie reveals who was evicted, just don't say the number. Mm, that's fun. The votes have been tallied. Bob, you're evicted. Not by yeah. a vote of whatever. So they're, nobody knows. Nobody knows. I like it. But don't you think it's slightly more chaotic to know the numbers? Well, we've seen it with the numbers and it's and it's like not really because it's yeah. always because recently the strategy has just been to even if you really want, you know, if say there's eight people voting and it's like there's a five to three situation and maybe you could convince someone at the last minute if you really feel that that's not going to happen. Those three are just going to vote with the five because they don't want to be they don't want to have a target on their back for the next week. So right. I think. And you have the hinky vote stuff, but that I don't think it's like maybe that maybe that comes into play once a season, and it's like just by that 
point late. Like it's it's like a boring whatever thing. So I I think to not know the tally allows people to vote more anonymously. I like that. And there's and maybe an opportunity, say if there's a large alliance and there's someone from the alliance up there and someone who's not from the alliance up there. Yeah. People can actually take a shot there without mm -hmm. it really being attributed to many people. <clears throat> I, and I think it would I think it could open up for more interesting evictions. Can I say, OK, I think that's great. Can I say a strategic one that's all kind of related? Yeah. OK, <clears throat> because I was thinking the same thing about how, like, the big alliances at the beginning are always so boring. They all vote the same way. It's like 10 to 1 or whatever. And it's like yawn snooze fest. So I was like, how can they get it to not be like that? <laughs> or at least you'll notice the common theme with my suggestions are chaos. So once they get into the die room to cast their vote, each contestant is given a choice. You can vote or you can have a boat. And so the CBS. <laughs> CBS will let them vote. Or they will give them a boat as a prize. And listen, it could be a yacht. It could be a little puddle, like paddle pusher boat, you know. You never know. But <laughs> that's up to them to decide. And it's a, a little a little twist, you know. It's hey, I'm on this show. I'm leaving my perhaps bartending career behind. I want every opportunity I can to make a little value, whether it's in the form of a boat or 5,000 bucks, which they sometimes do or whatever it is. So maybe you're like, oh, I don't need to vote on this one. Everyone's voting that guy out. I want a boat. And then everyone does it except for one person who's like, you know what? I'll throw a hinky vote. <laughs> and then now we got TV. And you now have to we keep it secret votes. though who takes the boat. Yeah, it's a you secret. You can't know. You can't know, right? Because like right. people or, would do the math. You go into the room and it's like, do you want to vote for, you know, Bob or Jane or do you want the boat? Yeah. And then it's like, all right, by a vote of like three to two, it's like, what? Five yeah. people took boats this week? <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. like, it's like a, what America is really like, where it's like, all right, we're going to fight about Donald Trump for four years. And nobody's going to even fucking vote. And he's almost yeah, going to win. Exactly. <laughs> they're busy. <laughs> so um, they're on their boat. So I just thought that would be a fun, you know, way to maybe mix up. And I don't think it should last the whole season. I think it should last maybe the first like four or five weeks. But just some, just something different, a little, a little crazy. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like sitting, I'm like sitting in my laboratory, I'm taking long walks and I'm like, how can we strategically, how can we change this for the better? And Danielle's like, put no, Julie in the game. Boat! <laughs> this is, this is See, I told you it'd be fine. This is, <laughs> this is the best podcast we've ever done. All right. My next one. <clears throat> We watched Big Brother Canada this season. We did. And an interesting twist that they have, not a twist, just how they play the game up there. Mm -hmm. It's like how they, you know, I don't know, in basketball in Germany, maybe they had their three point lines on a different <laughs> distance. <laughs> yeah. The, the HOH does not play in the veto competition. It is a five person veto competition. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to take that, but I'm going to take the idea of that. And I'm going to give the the HOH, maybe not for the full game, but for a little bit, the HOH. So one of my complaints is like so much of this is like the veto competition is just the HOH getting the veto so they cannot use it. I want the veto right. to get used. Yes. So totally. it is what I'm calling the translucent power of veto. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it has two colors, two colored, oh. or maybe it's a, it's a dichromatic mm. color of veto, power of veto. The HOH gets to pick what kind of competition it's going to be. Ooh. It is either a five player power, regular golden power of veto that the HOH does not play in, or it's a six player power of veto, but 
the winner has to use it. It is a forced power veto, which I believe they've also done on Big Brother, previous seasons of Big Brother. Canada. That's super fun. So if the HOH pl- <clears throat> plays and wins, they have to use it. And maybe it could be hacked to, to you know, to force some backdoors or situations. Who knows? Yeah. But if the HOH wants to play in the veto competition, that veto has to be used. It can't be sat on. I love that. That makes me think of another fun thing, because I actually thought you were going to say this. And I don't know if it should be the HOH gets to decide this or if maybe this is a potential for a fan vote. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that the HOH should not be allowed to play, but the HOH can decide what type of veto it is. They get like by that. And this is before they pick players. They get to decide crapshoot, skill based, physical or mental. Oh, yeah. Or it could be the fans get to vote. And again, they have to vote before players are picked. So it's like still pretty fair. Yeah. But you can't pick a bunch of beefcakes and be like physical. Exactly. I think that's no, kind of that's fun. Yeah, it's a I small think some change, sort of but... some sort of maybe I mean, that's something that we're always a little frustrated with. And I understand for production reasons, like maybe they just can't do this, is like they just need to know what, you know what competitions they're building, what competitions they're moving in and moving out just from a production standpoint, but to actually maybe have some sort of like wheel where you pick the style of competition. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's good. Yeah. It's a little, a little something, just a little something. Okay. Should I go on to my next thing? Go on to your next one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So my next strategic one is another fan vote. And the fans get to vote. Chaos. Pure chaos. <laughs> the fans get to vote on sending two players to the Temptation Suite. <laughs> so, so ideally, it's like the Temptation Suite is like this is like the honesty room, where it's like they get so much booze, they get pampered, they get like. You know, to sleep away from the crowd and maybe it's huge... a different. Maybe it's like a penthouse at a nice hotel in yeah, downtown yeah, LA. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They See really the feel lights. special, and um, yeah, they have a private butler. Um, they have robes with their names on it. All the Krista work. Joseph is the butler. Just like <laughs> he's booked, booked yes. him for that. <laughs> Krista Joseph. We should do it like a call out. How many times we mentioned Krista Joseph in a season, starting with now? That was one. Um, and the point of the temptation suite is really to get two people from different alliances to crack or to get people to backstab their alliances or to show, or you're like, these two should be working together. Let's get them in the room together, give them some liquor and get them to talking because they need to realize. That's that they're pitch. in love with each other or that they're going to. No, that they should work together. Oh, I got you. So they're sent to the temptation suite. Where they should be tempted, they should be tempted to backstab their current situation, whatever it may be. See, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just thinking, oh, they're, they're, they're just, Danny just wants people to bone. Well, that's what it, here's the thing. My interpretation of this idea is very honorable and just in uh, wanting it to be chaotic. There are temptations in there. Pardon? Don't call yourself honorable if you're throwing (laughs) it, calling it temptations sweet. Well, it's not going to be used. I know that it's not going to be used the way I want it to be used. It's going to be like Stan's using it on like Bailey and Swaggy to give them like a night away. Oh, no. Which is like, ugh, not what I want. That's not the point of the Temptation Suite. We want suite. Cliff Hogg and like <laughs> Sam, the, the, the yes. chick from Appalachia. Yes. <laughs> As a robot. Oh, yeah. um, okay. By the way, side note. You know what? The robot was actually a very funny twist. The robot was great. <laughs> that was the great. robot was great. So it's not like the Big Brother producers don't have it in them. It's just they only let it out every once in a while. All right. You go on. Your next one, please. Okay. So this one I haven't really done the math on. Okay. But I th- I'm thinking it would be for the first a few weeks of the game to prevent. I think this one is the most pointed at trying to prevent uh an alliance but i think prevent an alliance from taking over but i think probably has the most room for fuckery in it 
Um, so three nominees in the first mm-hmm. weeks of the game. However, the people who stay, the two people who stay, are safe for the next week. Wow, two safe people. That's fun. I like it. Because my think <clears throat> my like thinking it. was if it was just if it was two nom it's just regular two nominees and one would be safe. One <clears throat> like then a an alliance could be like, all right, well, I'm going to nominate one of my own people and have right. them be safe next week yeah. against someone who's going to go. And then it can be packed too much. Mm-hmm. But three, it's like, so you got an alliance of six or, or you got an alliance of eight. You have an right. HOH. And then if you nominate those two people, it's like that's so that's three. The, maybe that's, then that's only five people actually able to vote because those two people are still nominees. They still can't vote. Mm-hmm. So with three nominees up there, it really takes a number out of the game, uh, out of the voting pool in a way where it's like, all right, well, you can't just nominate your own friends and like have this constant rolling you're safe, you're safe, you're safe, uh, sort of scenario. So that's, that was a thought. Again, I haven't run the numbers on it, so I might be wrong here and I could, and it probably could be hacked in a way. Um, but it's just a thought. To it's like, all right, well, if you're gonna nominate some people that you don't like, they're gonna be safe next they week. Could they're be gonna here, be playing yeah. in nature. Yeah. They are Coming gonna be safe. You. They hundred percent yeah. will be. You can't just nominate them. Like, you can't just nominate poor whoever. Same like, role. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, you can't nominate the same person eight weeks in a row. Yeah, totally. I think that's good. I would love to see it in action. I would love to see how people do it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll experiment. We'll have all the people, we'll have the BB fans hate us for it. Um My next one is a presentation one. Okay. I believe that mid-season, so halfway through, if these contestants make it halfway through the game, they should, there should be a on-camera shopping spree and makeover just so that they can like freshen up their looks a little bit. Even though like I do like when they have to cut their own hair because it inevitably ends up not that good. I like when they force the one man with long hair to shave his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I just think like to keep things spruced up, it'd be fun to have a little, you know, have Rachel Zoe roll in some racks of clothes, let them choose some outfits and let them feel pretty <laughs> the second half of the season. I feel like at that point, I'm usually like, I've seen this outfit already. Can't they wear something new? Oh my God. Yeah. And they're just like wearing each other's fucking yeah. sweatpants, which is gross. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, let them what let about, spruce it up. Remember when like they would be like, oh, we're going to like an Ariana Grande concert. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What about taking them for like a night on the town or like maybe there's some sort of luxury comp where it's like a night on the town and you can mm-hmm. actually interact with people. Yeah. But they're in disguises and maybe Ooh. maybe they're the the animal disguises from from the <laughs> beast, beast of love show or whatever it's called i love that more special effects makeup in big brother instead it's of just like, a stupid fucking frog outfit <laughs> yes <laughs> have them look like actual walruses yeah it's like they have to sit in eight hours of makeup to look like a fucking yeah walrus for w- one hour of an yeah episode. it's like they go to a chili's they go to a chili's and one looks like a one looks like a dragon and the other looks like a panda bear because they're getting sizzling fajitas <laughs> hot fudge brownie mixed vegetables <laughs> You know what? I don't remember who sent us that clip, but bless them. That was a good clip. And I was, we're getting a Survivor season right after BB is over. You ready to go through this? We're gonna, yeah. We're not going to stop. Listen, we're going to have like nine, six months straight. I got to get Paramount Plus. I got to order oh it soon. Oh, my God. Ugh. And so once I get it, might as well enjoy myself a couple seasons of Survivor. You know how, like, I don't know about this, if they're doing this in Canada, because people in Canada are pretty uh, sensible. <laughs> but in America, they're just like, please, for the love of God, get vaccinated. We'll give you a $100 like Amazon <laughs> yeah. card or something like that. Right. Here's an idea that will really get some, some needles and arms. Paramount Plus. <laughs> yes, three months. Six months. Six months. Yeah. Paramount Plus. <laughs> Paramount Honestly, Plus would do it. They should listen. do it. That's a good opportunity for them. All the BB fans will get vaxxed. 
and fans of my favorite show, Evil, renewed for a second season, only on oh, Paramount wow. Plus. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Anyway. <laughs> Is Clarice coming back? I don't know. Oh, cannot wait. Okay. That <laughs> brings up another presentation thing. Cannot wait. I mean, this isn't even a change. What am I even saying? All I'm saying, but, but all I'm saying is I can't wait to see what show we're going to get served 18 million times during this season of Big Brother. This is not a change. This is not an update. This is just me being excited. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's it. No, yeah. things Grover we want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Be positive. <laughs> you are the weirdo. <laughs> So I uh, I have two kind of minor ones that I think we've probably talked about. M many people have talked about. Um, no have nots. Mm, Who cares? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd love I to hear from a former. Be, sorry. I do like the idea of punishments, but Repl a week of it is kind of weird in something that is already a torturous seeming experience. I'd love to hear from a former house guest who's like who could actually just say you know what you're wrong they can be strategically doled out and people are really off their game for a week and, uh, and as you get further into the game um it is a it is a weapon in the it is an arrow in the quiver to get someone off their game right but my problem with it is like it's an afterthought in the presentation mm. they don't even show who's the have-nots like right people you know Either make it part of the game. Don't just have it be something that people just assign randomly on feeds and some and like half of the people are like, oh, I'll do it for the week. It's my turn. If they're like graciously taking turns doing it and it's yeah. not even making it into yeah, the show, totally. Then, totally. It's, then it's useless. Absolutely. And um, I just think ha the have not thing for the whole week actually is I think it's too long. I like the 24 hour punishments where it's like, yeah, you're staying up all night. Like that puts you in a bad, that puts you in just as much of a bad new mood as cold showers, sleeping in a horrible place and eating bad food all week. I don't know. I feel, I don't like, I just feel bad for them when they're, I have not because it genuinely seems horrible for a whole week. That sucks. So just yeah, make them do something shitty in a short amount of time. Yeah. yeah and then it mix just it up. It just seems like it's outstayed. It's, it's, it's efficacy. Yeah. And uh, being like an actual, like, intriguing twist on the show my oh, other boy. thing my last thing is presentation like why don't we do 30 45 hour long post finale reunion show i'm sure <laughs> you can get people to fucking fight with each other like <laughs> put it yeah. on the on the paramount plus like mm -hmm. you know yeah oh yeah the finale is like broken in many ways the dr will segment kind of has sucked um yeah and like, all right, the other reality shows have figured this out. Like, yeah, get people talking in a room to each other for an hour and like bring up all the times they fucking backstab each other and get them mm -hmm. drunk and they're going to fight. Like, this is what television's all about. Well, I mean, this, I mean, this maybe is just exactly what you're talking about, but presentation wise, why wouldn't, why would we not have another um, 24 hour content machine? During the season of Big Brother called Jury House. Oh Why would we God. not have that on Paramount Plus? <laughs> well, because I don't think we want to watch people play board games and read like books. But you never know. You never know. I think there could be more jury segments for sure. We yeah. love it. We love a jury segment on the show. I just think Jury House is like great name for a show. <laughs> and depending on the season, it probably would be very amusing to watch. Yeah, because there are some seasons where the jury house is like not I'm like, oh god, these people again. Yeah, you know, you're tired of them. You only need a little hit during the episode. Yeah, there's sometimes a reason they're, they're like, not here anymore. Sometimes all the good ones go to jury house, and you're like, yeah. what happened to you, my favorite? So just a, a small thought. I guess that'd be a presentation thought. Danielle, I don't have mm -hmm. any more. I don't have any more ideas. I'm out well, of ideas. Well, I think that was great. I think those were all wonderful. And we did get some questions and thoughts yes. and comments. So we should get to those. Um, so first of all, from Rennie Stan, <laughs> do you believe the rumors that Rennie, Raven, Cornbread, and Robot Sam are coaches for this season? No. There's also, so there's also, I guess, 
I'm like, this preseason is so boring, which makes me think it's going to be like a great season because no one knows anything. But there's a rumor, I'm doing finger quotes, that like the hosts from rap are going to be on it. No, no, I I saw I dug into that. I saw it. I think one of the hosts is just actually moving this week. What it seems like he's moving this week, and it's I mean, like it's just like of course I'm moving he's this not. week. I'm not. No, like honestly, I think being a actual Big Brother podcaster and not a fucking Nicole Anthony Big Brother podcaster <laughs> uh, actually is probably like a disqualifying factor from yeah. A hundred percent. From being a contestant on the show. I think people are just so desperado for some rumors because there haven't been any because it's probably all new people. It's so, all new people who don't yeah. know anybody. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, from Richard Allen, T- Richie Templeton, dream BB twists. Well, we went through a couple twists here that I think sound pretty fun. Yeah. All the ones I suggested. Yeah. And, and- mine. And the boat. Boat. Actually, never mind. <laughs> I take it back. I don't want any of the ones I suggested. I want boat or vote. <laughs> One River Mike said, be it resolved, Brett and Max Bloom from Happy Endings are audibly indistinguishable. He And then he sent a clip. So I'll retweet this so that everyone can vote and see um, <laughs> if they think that you sound like Adam Pally. That's who it is. Yes. So One River Mike has been on this for a bit in our Twitter feeds. And by a bit, I mean on two separate occasions. <laughs> He's been like, yo, you like this Adam Pally character from Happy Endings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk openly here. Okay. There's not many t- like, e- you know, everyone has like <laughs> their, you know, the type of person they are, you know, like the type of person that a celebrity, a celebrity type. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I happen to fall in the sort of Adam Pally, Jake Johnson thing. Mm, you know, yes. I, I'm, not, I'm just honest about like who I am. I'm like kind of a scruffy looking guy with get, get loud with some takes. That's why you're listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like trying to go, like, I haven't even seen happy endings. I'm just aware. I don't think I'm being wrong here that like if you were to cast me in a if I were to stop the Titanic from getting hit by an iceberg tomorrow, right? Probably get one of these guys. Wow. Didn't know we'd be going to the Titanic in this episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you iceberg know, right ahead. So um, and and the the fact that these men are on television and women are interested in them, adore them, gives me a reason to be alive because we can't have them. <laughs> So they got to stoop down low and get me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's great to hear. You know, I would like to know who people think I sound like. No one's ever tweeting that at us. So <laughs> hit me with your best shot. You we are got... more of a Grover Johnson. Type. <laughs> <laughs> um, from BB Fan 22 I would like your opinion on Vic and Nicole's baby on the way. Oh God. So his his name will be Victor Arroyo the fifth, I think, but he will be called the Arrow. Oh, the fourth. Excuse me. What do you think about this? So I actually, I kind of like when people just rename the kid. <laughs> I, I I like it. I don't know. Um, I, and I think rename Victor them is a good just name. like a a wacky a wacky name, or just give them the same name as no, the give them the same name. I think it's kind of sweet. Um, the, the, the weird thing is junior. The weird thing is junior. junior. Yeah. Because if you're at Victor Arroyo, the third, who I yeah. guess we've seen on big brother that once you got the Roman numerals behind, which oh, yeah. confused you greatly. I didn't know after three. I don't know. The weird thing is being the junior. Cause then you call him junior and like, no one wants to be a yeah. junior or whatever. But if you're, if you are having a child and you already have the Roman numerals behind your name. You have to continue. You have to yeah. keep going. How like are we gonna get Victor Warrio the yeah. 20th? Like fucking million years there. from now. I mean we're going there. So, I mean, the only way it would stop is if they had a girl. Arrow, though, is is not great. I mean, it sounds like Arroyo. So, so his name is gonna be way, Arrow Arroyo? 
I know that's kind of crazy. That is crazy. Um, yeah, <laughs> that I mean, is a lot of just like, There's just, I mean, there's lots of really bad kid names and stuff out there, and they're all being named like Champion or Steel or fucking. Yeah, what? It's like Lantern. we went through. We went through a phase where it was like names, but spelled crazy. You know, it was like Stephanie. Jackson. Yeah, it was like, or, or it was like Stephanie, but spelt like Z S T Y F E E N E I. Like it was crazy. And then, yeah. And then we went through these weird, I don't even know, what are they? Are they biblical? Yeah, like Jackson. No, it's not biblical. J A X T Y Y N N is not biblical. J- yeah. Not in my I, Bible. It's hard for me to think. Not in Julie Chen's Bible. Yeah, you're right. I just don't know how to describe them. It's interesting. I And I do think that there is a swing to the other side where we're going back to like very old fashioned names as well, like George and Archie Great. and yeah, um, Mabel. Um, yeah, well, now there's this like weird sort of like hips, like hipster millennial period where it's like M- Mabel, yeah, Poppy, or Esther. something like that. Yeah, I do like I Poppy. Know, I think Poppy's very cute. Oh, God. Um, so, so it's hard. It's hard to Can't. get it right on the money with a name. It's hard. Barbara. Barbara. You know, it, like, what's a good name? No one really has a good name. Don't have a kid. That's a good idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, those were it for our comments and questions. Um, <laughs> a lot of people bringing up, or no, not a lot, just Rennie Stan bringing up Rennie, <laughs> which we appreciate. We love Rennie. Um, so that's it, guys. Next week, You'll either be hearing from us very quickly after the cast reveal or a couple days later. But the next, oh, I mean, unless they don't reveal it, if they don't reveal it, that will be a bad start to the season. We'll figure it out. Um, but maybe keep it tuned to our Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And if we do do like a live, maybe like a live quick convo about it, we'll do that on Twitter Spaces. Maybe we'll do it on Spotify Green Room. Or- a clubhouse. Clubhouse is over. It's over. It was over a while ago, which so, is too bad. We'll but, figure that out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll, we're gonna have. We're gonna be talking about some. Next time we talk, Danielle, we're gonna be talking about some real, true blue American psychopaths, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm ready, dude. Uh, all right. Well, see you guys then. Until then, at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. See you soon. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.